You're listening to Wrestling is for Girls, a weekly podcast where we encourage everyone to enjoy wrestling however they want, except vaguely romantic video packages about Cody Rhodes and Brock Lesnar. This week, we have a lot to cover with Raw, SmackDown, and of course, our predictions for SummerSlam, which are always correct, always well-informed, and never from the heart exclusively. So I'm going to jump right in. Jillian, are you ready? I'm really ready. I would just like to quickly issue a correction. <laughs> Last week, I said that this would be our season finale show, and boy, howdy, <laughs> was I wrong. So it's actually Close. next week's show. My apologies. <laughs> I am now ready to talk about wrestling. These things happen to the best of us and fans rest assured we have fired our PA. So yeah. these kind of mistakes are not going to happen again. Good luck <laughs> with those student loan bills, PA. <laughs> oh, we don't Just kidding. We never had a PA. <laughs> we did. We would treat her right. We would be kind to her. Absolutely. So this is going to shock y'all, but this week SmackDown kicked off with main event Jey Uso. He was in our city. Um mm. Do you like his current haircut? I mean, it's not my fave. Yeah. <laughs> I, look. The sides I, of it, just like the one part, it looks like a really bad bowl cut. I think he's probably trying to transition out of that mullet. And it's not as easy as his stylist promised him it would be. No, it's bad news bears. Bless him. I also think that when you reach a certain level of attractiveness, you probably think you can get away with just anything aesthetically. Maybe. I think Jay's there. <laughs> well, I think Roman tried to bring him down to earth a little bit. Yeah, Roman was like, you ain't shit. Your hair certainly ain't shit, buddy. You can um, only have that haircut because of me, Roman what, Reigns. What did you think about uh, Roman's stance during this interaction? Did he seem like a chill dude who was really chill about everything to you? <laughs> I mean, it's just kind of typical, like, off his rocker Roman Reigns situation, yes. you know? Like, he was very, like, making his squinty face and, like being grumpy about things and like doing the weird didn't he do like the weird kind of fake laugh like <laughs> everything's fine he did and i kind of love it when he does that because it makes him look like an absolute psycho it does unsettling it is it really is i think you know roman went for the lowest play in his playbook he was basically like you ruined everything for Jimmy. Uh, Jimmy loves me more than he loves you. <laughs> you robbed him of all this shit. And then he pulls out what I think is a devastating insult. He's like, look, you're not going to beat me. But like, even if you do, I'll still be Roman Reigns. So honestly, who cares? <laughs> Brutal. Uh... Um, do you think the do you think the Jimmy talk is going to get in Jay's head? Is Jay susceptible? I don't think so. I mean, he's already played this card. Mm -hmm. Like this, if it works now, I'm going to be super upset because like if it didn't work while he was trying to like bust his way out of the bloodline, I feel like it's definitely not going to work when he's like defending uh, Jim Uso of Jim Uso's Honda, his honor. 
I do think that like Jay is in 100% Jaseph mode now. And yeah. once he's in Jaseph mode, there's not a lot of going back. Yeah. He's I mean, Jason all the way. And at the end, he was basically like, when Roman's like, why do you think you can beat me? He's like, uh, cause I did. Cause I already did. Bitch. The evidence is in, the facts are solid. Yeah. Um, yeah. So and it seems like the guys in the production truck were on Jay's side in this because they played his music and ended the segment before Roman could get a devastating comeback. So I know I loved it. It was pretty good. Um, so I, I think this level of animosity is going to set the tone for the bloodline for the night and also, yeah. you know, pretty much right through SummerSlam. I think that's fair. I cannot fucking wait for that match. I'm so obnoxiously excited. Slash, I am terrified of that match <laughs> to happen. I As can't wait usual. to talk predictions for this match with you I because know. I have so many feelings. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, my God. Okay. I'm looking forward to it. So we're going to bounce ahead a little because we're trying to mostly stick to stuff that's going to be relevant on Saturday at SummerSlam. And there was a lot to cover this week. But um, one thing we can't skip over is uh, we've got Hit Row. Go ahead, do it. Hit Row. We've got Hit Row in the ring. And thank God our Lord and Savior, Los Angeles Knight, is here. Oh, Los Angeles. You know, just when I think he's like really hitting his stride, he says like yeah. gross things about poor BFAB. Yeah. So I was like, Uncle Phil joke, a win. BFAB <laughs> joke, you're taking the L on that one, buddy. That was awful. I felt terrible for her. I know. I really did too. It was gross. I also, I realized how viscerally disgusting I find the word horny. It's gross. It's so ugh. gross. There's a lot of, <laughs> this might just be because I'm like a delicate person, but there's like a lot of sex adjacent words that I hate. <laughs> like I there's, hate There is a sex gross. word. At one point there was a sex word you had banned me from saying, and I think it was bang. <laughs> I, it's, in the, it's in the context of like they banged or he yes. banged her. I don't like that. Like they're banging. I don't like that. And I, no. if I'm remembering correctly, you also don't like bone. <laughs> bone is funnier than bang. <laughs> bone but is funny. Because I'm a sixth grade boy, bone and bang are the primary ways I describe <laughs> sexual intercourse. So, you know, it's tough. I feel like there's really no good words for it, honestly. They're all just kind of adolescent boy. What about vibe. making the beast with two backs? Ugh, that's, that's extra sexy. gross. <laughs> Is it worse knock than and boots? How about knocking boots? <laughs> knocking boots is classy and also it country is. themed. It I bet really is. Brock Lesnar would styles, do like. Oh. <laughs> well, he probably knocks boots too, but I feel like you know how in Fifty Shades of Grey, Christian Grey is like, I don't make love, I fuck hard. Brock oh, Lesnar would be like, I don't make love, I knock boots. <laughs> I do not remember that line from Fifty Shades. Yeah, he fucks hard so is that in the book or the movie i think it's in both oh god there I've is a horrifying alternative that it was in some ridiculous fan fiction i read one time <laughs> it's imprinted itself in my brain but i'm pretty sure that's canonical oh boy it very so, well could have been los angeles uh has himself a little match against ashanti the adonis yeah 
Were you super surprised by the outcome in the Los Angeles night win? <laughs> no, I just, I don't know. I mean, I feel like they're just like, well, we got to keep them in the public eye because everybody loves them. So, like, let's trot out poor Hit Row for this. I mean, to be fair, Hit Row should be grateful every time they get to serve <laughs> as enhancement talent for anyone. Like, I love, like, I just want to see something of substance for LA. Absolutely. That's how I feel, too. Like, this is not... It's not doing anything for him, and it's certainly not doing anything no. for Hit Row, so. No, did it's you, not. Did you notice how hard L.A. Knight was breathing? <laughs> I didn't. Was it really gross? It was just, I mean, it was when he was, like, between cutting the promo and doing the match, and he was just, like, panting like he had been through it. I was like, those Maybe jokes took a lot out of you. Yeah. Maybe he Maybe gets he nervous. Maybe he regretted saying horny on national television where his mom could hear. Maybe. You know how, like, sometimes when you're talking, like, publicly, and you kind yeah. of, like, you don't take in as much air as you should, so you're kind of, like, holding your breath a little bit, so when you're done, maybe that's what he was doing. Maybe. The nerves got him. Or all the, yeah, got him real worked up. <laughs> as it should. So, jumping ahead a little more, we introduced... An exciting new match for SummerSlam. Yeah, I. So it's a battle royal, battle royale, however you want to say it, right? Not just any battle royale. <laughs> Brought to us by Greasy Stick Slim Jim. Mmm, delicious. I don't like Slim Jims. I like beef jerky, but Slim Jims just bogue me out. I mean, the same kind of person who would ban a perfectly good good sex word like bang would absolutely reject the glory of a slim jim and that's all i'm gonna say about that it's just i've eaten one once and i think i expected it to be harder and instead it was oh, kind yeah. of like kind of squishier and and like greasy and i was so put off by it so i've never had one since they're really just like the consistency of uncooked hamburger bound together by some sort of polymer skin i mean they're... oh god like a poo. <laughs> um, when I see you soon for the Wrestling is for Girls Summit, I'm going to bring you one of the savage size Slim Jims. Oh, God. You can bring it. You'll be on, you'll be the one eating it. Oh, I'll, that's throw it the, I'll throw it to the fish in the lake. <laughs> poor fish. I just like really don't want to eat it. Ugh. So we learn that Los Angeles is going to be in the SummerSlam Slim Jim as presented by Mattel with a special sponsorship <laughs> by Honda and several <laughs> other brands who have yet to be named uh, Battle Royale. It's going to be him, yeah. Seamus, and his friends want to be in it. It's mm -hmm. everybody wants to be in the Sausage Fest match. I feel like we're going to see Dolph Ziggler. <laughs> I feel like we're going to see... That uh, McDuff, what's his name? The Irish guy, I can never remember. JD McDonough. McDonough. <laughs> McDuff, McDonough, it's all the same. I can remember Shakespearean characters better than I can remember that dude's name. I feel like there's just going to be a lot of like uh, mm -hmm. B list wrestlers on that one. It's going to be a real all y'all match. Like mm -hmm. whoever's around, we're just going to get him in here. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, I enjoy things like this, but is this going to be like a kind of like a Royal Rumble, like over the top rope situation? Yeah, I think that's how it works. Okay. I think it's throwing people over the top rope. 
And then I can't remember if the last two, like they have to pin each other. Or it's just over the top rope to the end. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I like these kinds of matches. It's always chaos, but it's fun. It's a good time. And it's, it's a break in the intensity, you know, mm-hmm. there's a lot of intense stuff happening at SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. So one thing that happened a little earlier in the evening that we didn't talk very much about is that Jay runs into Grayson Waller backstage and Grayson is not gracious Ugh. when he does. He's a little bit of a dick. Mm-hmm. He talks about like having Jay on the show and giving him the Grayson Waller rub. And I was like, look, it was bad enough when I said it last week. You don't have to say it yourself, buddy. Mm-hmm. But this culminates in them having a match. Yeah. But before this match happens, we go backstage and we see Roman kind of like stewing, doing his thing. Did you notice the neon sign behind him? No. What it did said, I miss? It said fresh catch. Oh no! <laughs> it was a nod to the Mahi Mahi! Oh my god, how did I miss that? Oh. You gotta get up pretty early in the morning to catch all the fish references. Oh my god, that's amazing. Someone's listening to our podcast. I swear to Christ, someone is listening to our podcast. I think it's probably risen to the level of a hate listen for dad. He's like, this is absolute <laughs> bullshit. Steph, you gotta hear what they're saying this week. They had this whole thing and she's like, you could just not listen to it. I think Steph secretly loves us. What if she's the one bringing it into the house? She's like, no, it's really good. They're smarter than you. Quick side note. Mm. I have no other information than apparently Vince is gone again. Yeah. Because he's under further investigation. And he had some mysterious spinal surgery. It is an on indefinite medical leave. Yeah. Which happens to coincide with the, so I'm, this feels Isn't so that crazy. It's so crazy that he would need to go away for a very long rest cure right as this is happening. I think it had been hilarious if they'd had him get get beaten up by wrestlers on the ramp. (laughs) Oh, Vince has to be gone for a while. It's like, sorry, Los Angeles night took him out. It's just the way it is. (laughs) He's taking over as Vince. Uh, I would be down for that. I'd be super down for that. I mean, he can't do worse. I don't think so be really difficult i still have to listen to that behind the bastard series on vince i haven't done it yet but it's six episodes i started it and there was like this is going to sound like a criticism it's not there was just a lot of lead in and i was very excited to get to the meat so okay i just want to hear the bad stuff <sighs> there's so much bad stuff like i know i was listening to the dollop and they Gareth was doing like a reverse dollop and he was talking about this wrestler and he mentioned Vince McMahon at some point and Dave was saying like people have asked us to do a dollop on Vince McMahon and I won't do it because sexual assault's not funny. <laughs> good for him. Yeah. Man, good I mean, for him. I respect that. I agree. I, I mean behind the bastards I think is like not supposed to be a necessarily funny podcast so i don't think he's going for a lot of comedy in that one yeah he's absolutely like the little bit i listened to they're not playing it for laughs i mean the laugh is like holy shit can you believe how bad this guy is you know that's the sorry i sidetracked us no that's fine 
So back in the ring, I mean, the Grayson and Jay match is fine. It does what it does, but yeah, I don't, I don't think it's necessarily supposed to be the main focus here because as we all could have predicted, uh, Roman comes out, he has a chair. Mm-hmm. He's just sitting there chilling. And uh, I love that someone got him a rolling office chair. Okay. I really enjoyed that. Um, so when Grayson came out, I think they used like fake cheers because I don't think anybody gave a single fuck that he was coming out. Yeah, I can't imagine he gets a lot of real enthusiasm. I feel like the crowd gave two shits for most of the. I think they cared about like three people the entire night. I think it was like Jay, I don't, Roman, and like one other person. I don't think I noticed that, but it would surprise me okay. that I like I don't remember Grayson getting cheered, but it would surprise me that they would play cheering for him because he's pretty clearly a heel. So that seems like a weird audio misstep on their part. Or it was like crowd noise, so it sounded like people were like reacting to him coming out. <laughs> oh, I gotcha. I gotcha. Because it looks like people didn't give a fuck. Like, that's what it looked that's, like to me. That's always so awkward when it's like, and the crowd goes wild, except they're all like on their phones. Or... I know. I know. I wish they anyway, wouldn't do it. Sorry. Um, no, it's okay. <laughs> so I told you earlier that I had like a question for you that I like. Yes. And I've been very eagerly anticipating it. What is so it? So here are my notes. I said that, you know, Solo tries to beat up Jay and, and he's super and Jay super kicks Solo and spears Roman. Yes. That's all after my, he gets the win on Grayson. Yes. And my question, <laughs> my question was, what do you make of this? If anything? And I think I was thinking in relation to SummerSlam. Uh-huh. So we can probably save it until we talk about SummerSlam, but because you have many theories about momentum and things like that. Yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, I think like just short form, it's always better not to have the momentum going into the pay-per-view. Mm -hmm. I feel like history has borne that out, but I did like that everyone chanted, you got pinned and Roman had a crisis I about know. it. Was, no, I didn't. You should have. You made that up as stupid. Face is, your face got pinned. <laughs> your mom got pinned last night. It was me. I pinned her. <laughs> so, yeah, like I, I think without getting too much into our predictions, for me, Jay is in a good place going into SummerSlam. But of course, this is very complicated given that it's Roman Reigns. Yeah. We'll see that my picks are mainly heart, heartly driven <laughs> when we get there. Those are the best picks. I don't care what anyone says. I know. So, uh, with all this in mind, would you like to transition over to Raw? Are you asking me if I want to get Raw? Well, you know, I'm just, I'm trying to be sensitive about, <laughs> you know, these euphemisms that disgust you. And I feel like get Raw could be mistaken for a sexual thing. So, <laughs> well, I we just say want it every to be week, happy. And then we talk about Raw. So I think it's okay. All right. So then in that case, let's, let's get Raw. I am ready to speak about it. Um, Raw kicked off with one of your favorite people ever, Logan oh, Paul. Tell me Brogan. how you felt about Brogan on Raw this week. I just wrote down, Brogan is whining and I, I hate him. Like <laughs> That's very succinct, very fair. I just... So, like, there's this moment... Where they're kind like Ricochet interrupts him, right? And Ricochet's cool. Right, Ricochet. yes. That would be and important then, to note. 
there's this moment where like they're both kind of complimenting each other yes and i had this thought i was just like why are we trying to create this mutual appreciation society like why are we trying at all to give logan paul aka brogan paul any kind of like love in this story because he's like clearly the bad guy and like he's just a total dick so why are we like hey man you did a good job too like (laughs) we don't need to do that i think it's it's probably two things right one is like an organizational issue logan paul has lost his last few matches but we still want to present him as credible yeah that's so, good. like, having Ricochet put him over in some way and, like, vouch for him as an athlete kind of builds that up. Mm-hmm. But I also think each time they compliment each other, it's, like, with a heavy dose of butt, right? Like, oh, you're so <laughs> athletic. You've got so much natural talent, but you're also a complete fucking loser and I'm going to stomp you. Yeah. Like, they're not they're not really sincere compliments. I Like, they might be acknowledgments, but they're not like, oh, I respect you so much, dude yeah i just there was something about the way it was delivered that bothered me i think sometimes it's hard when you hate someone the way that i feel comfortable saying you do logan paul because i really feel that way about him too it is hard to accept that there's this purpose for him that we hate and their purpose (laughs) for him is they're going to try to make a lot of money off of him and draw new viewers off of him yeah I don't know that and they're going to get that. I, you know, I'm always very curious about how this crossover effect works because mm-hmm. I can't imagine being like, I don't know, like, I really love Dave and Gary of the dollop and they're going to be on wrestling and I've never watched it before, but I'm going to tune in to see them on wrestling. I, I don't know that I would do that. I probably would. <laughs> I but... feel like it's. Go ahead. I feel like it's something I might have done when I was a lot younger. Like, oh my God, it's Christian Slater. Like that kind of energy. But I now I'm like, man, I got to go to bed. And I've never seen that before. I'm not doing it. So I don't know. Yeah, it could be. And you would think there's already probably a lot of crossover in their demographics because like, I'm guessing he serves the male 18 to 25 demographic. Mm-hmm. And I would guess that wrestling is strong with that demographic. Do you think that he kind of crossed over because I don't know anything about his level of popularity. Like, do you think he's becoming like less popular as a YouTube dude? I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know how much he balances like podcast and YouTube. Like, man, all I know about Logan Paul is that I have a visceral reaction to him and it's not positive. And I know that I guess he can't ever go back to Japan. And he can't go back to Japan. So I, I am always a little skeptical about these things. And I, I do think they're going to start to more and more see diminishing returns on Logan Paul. Like, look, I don't like him, but there's no denying he's very naturally athletic. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's very good on the mic, but I do think he can play off the crowd. Mm-hmm pretty well but at some point like if he's gonna be a more regular part of the show he's not gonna have months and months and months to practice for one match yeah he called himself a superstar like a wwe superstar and i'm just like no no let's not let's not do that 
It's, it's not you, buddy. It's not you. I don't want you in the WWE shop. I also, oh my gosh, can you imagine Logan Paul shirts? They'd be hideous. I hope they say Brogan when they come out. I also thought the thing with Samantha was super weird. Like when Logan Paul was like, you know, if, if I win, like she's going to have to announce my name. It's like, well, she's going to announce every winner's name and most of them are going to be dudes. I just, I don't think Ricochet is going to feel that weird about it. That's a very strange thing to. It really is. Cause it's like, he, it's like he was like trying to make some kind of implication that like, it would be right. kind of sexy times. And it's like, no, she's just doing her job, buddy. Like, it's like, you know, there's not like lots of people. There's not really any restrictions on this. You can just say you're going to steal his girl and it won't be a big thing. It's be fine. Yeah. I don't. I, all I wrote was, don't you dare bring Samantha Irvin into this. <laughs> that is very similar to what I wrote because she is so wonderful. Nothing but the best for her. She's the most talented. Was there anything else you wanted to say about this situation between Ricochet and Logan Paul and Samantha Irvin? I just wish a hole would open up in the ring and Brogan falls through and never to be seen again. I second that. I concur. By me, at least. I mean, I'm not wishing death on him. So, like, maybe he can just right. go out a trap door and never be anywhere in the public eye. Like, like he goes and enjoys his money, right? He lives yeah. in his beautiful house with his lady and he just does his thing. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. So after this, we got a bit of a palate cleanser when we see our <laughs> friends Imperium backstage um there's a backstage interview going on and god forgive me i can't remember which interviewer it is but she asked gunther if he's worried jackie. about drew jackie mm -hmm. and uh he tells jackie he doesn't live in the past but the here and now which i think is beautiful it is i <laughs> when he was like uh kind of shitting on ludwig and giovanni yes he's very disappointed in them I was like, he's disappointed in Ludwig and Giovanni, which we know, of course, is much worse than him being angry with them. Mm -hmm. Nobody likes that feeling. No. So two very interesting things happened here. One is that he called Giovanni Gio, which I thought was hilarious. That's so cute. I loved it. Oh, and also Ludwig looked like he was going to cry. <laughs> poor uh, man. Ludwig. Also, uh, apparently, Gunther's going to murder Drew McIntyre. So he seems set on it. Yeah. We have that to look forward to, I guess, at SummerSlam. I'm a little scared. I don't really want to see murder in the ring, but, you know, Gunther seems I mean, set I, on it. I remember the last time they had an interaction with Seamus there. It was pretty Ugh. close to a murder. So I. Ugh. It was just Chop City. It's going to be rough times. I know. It's going to be so much slapping. But before we get there and Gunther and Drew go face to face on Saturday, their proxies, Matt Riddle and Ludwig Kaiser, <laughs> have a meeting in the ring where Ludwig has to prove himself to Gunther and win back his love. I mean, it's just classic grossness. Did you notice that Corey didn't do his impression this week? Very sad. Oh, he didn't. I wonder if Ludwig was like, please don't. <laughs> It hurts my feelings, Corey. I, I wish you wouldn't do it. It's so good, though. It's pretty good. Um, I thought I don't know how you felt about it. I thought this match was a lot of fun. Like, 
Yeah. I, I think Ludwig Kaiser is kind of an unsung hero of Raw to me in the way that Chad Gable is. Mm-hmm. Like, when I see them in the ring, I know it's going to be a good time. Yeah. I feel like <laughs> Gunter, like, yelled Ludwig into a victory. <laughs> <laughs> it's like screamed the coaching. At him until he won. <laughs> you don't want to be coached that way, right? Like, no. You're watching a documentary about, like, the USSR girls gymnastics team circa 1984. They're just <laughs> screaming in tears, but they are going for the gold. <laughs> I mean, it worked. Absolutely, it worked. <laughs> but at what price? There was also this great moment where I don't even remember what was going on in the ring, but Gunther did this incredible thing where he sort of like crossed his hands over his chest and made this, oh, my stars expression. Like he could not believe what he was seeing. Oh my God, I missed it. It was one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my life. Gunther is a treasure. Later on when he talks to some folks, there is more treasure to be had with Gunther and I'll bring it up then because it was just like, it just delights me. He is a gift. Yes. It just keeps on giving. It took me a while to warm up to him, but now I'm full on in the in the Gunter fan club. It's so weird to me that Vince looked at him and was like, I don't think this guy is worth pushing. Who, like, was that a Triple H situation? Did dad make that call? Yeah, he's one of dad's. Good job, dad. Sterling judgment, dad. Dad gets it. Well... I mean, well, he's, not, he's not pushing us. So, uh, he's, dad, not, he's not hitting the know. kids, but. <laughs> like a little nepotism wouldn't hurt, Dad. Were you surprised by the outcome of this match and Ludwig getting the win? I don't know that I was surprised. I, I thought like if they wanted to start dismantling imperium you know then matt would win but like yeah. it makes sense that ludwig won at this point in time so how yeah. about you i guess it was less for me that i'm surprised that ludwig won and more like what does this mean for matt riddle like what are we doing with matt riddle he's obviously not going to be the next intercontinental champion right no so where do we go from here with matthew j riddle is his middle initial really J? No, I just made that up. I have no idea oh, okay. what his middle initial is. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what he's doing. Like, yeah, I'm not sure. He's still, every time Matt Riddle wrestles, though, he surprises me because he's still kind of like, he's a very like leanish kind of lanky dude. Yes. But he still like throws giant people around like they don't weigh anything. It's amazing to me. He has got so much core strength. It's just, I mean, those hot dog legs are holding up a tower of a man, I swear, because he, he's He needs to put strong. out some, like, core strengthening videos so I can watch them because I really got to work on my core. I'd be like, Matt Riddle, what's your secret? I bet his posture's really good because of it. Probably. It's really good. Not a backache in the house. <laughs> so we end this match. Uh, Gunther is a little mean about hauling Ludwig up after his win, but they do shake hands, which... I think it's like kissing for them. Probably. I mean, that's a lot of affection to show. Do you think that their bond is healed? No, Gunther's a very like, he seems kind of be like a fair weather leader, mm. right? You know, yes. like. Moody AF. Yeah, like a little Machiavellian. He'd rather be feared than loved. 
Well, someone who will never be feared or loved. We run into Logan Paul backstage again. This was so he, weird. Did you find this so weird? Well, it was like, it was crazy from start to finish. And I wrote down in my notes, this is cocaine, everybody. <laughs> because... like, what the fuck was happening? It's like he was trying to make up for the weirdness in the ring. So he just like yes. doubled down on the weirdness looking like a full grown fetus. What the fuck does that mean? I mean, that's just an adult. We all look like full grown fetuses. I don't. Every I don't single know. one of us. Because we're adults, and that's what fetus is. I was just like, that's stupid, Logan. He was making it worse. He is a nightmare. Poor um, Byron. <laughs> I know. Byron was put upon as heck. I don't know. <laughs> he really he often is. Bless that man. So after we watched this, I was like, well, it's not going to get much weirder than this. This oh. is probably peak weird for the night. You think but so? But then directly... Huh? Directly after this, we had a very special video package, or should I, should I say fan video, about what was Cody, going on? <laughs> Cody Rhodes and Brock Lesnar. Um, it started playing, and I was like, is this that goddamn TikTok song? Is it a TikTok song? It's a TikTok song, but apparently it's also a real song. I meant to look it up. Like, I wanted to look at the lyrics. I'm like, why are they going with like the kind of slow sad kind of music right now what is happening so the song in this video is daylight by david kushner okay and i just want i want to read you a selection Please. from daylight i'm excited telling myself i won't go there oh <laughs> but i know that i won't care trying to wash away all the blood i've spilt this lust is a burden that we both share <laughs> two sinners can't atone from a lone prayer souls tied intertwined by pride and guilt i would much rather like this is gonna sound really petty but like can we like substitute bork for like a better looking wrestler that we like where was this, this energy for sammy and jay where was it in this ship or even like Roman and Cody. I literally, I literally wrote down what intern did this. Is it queer baiting if no one wants it? <laughs> like, oh, oh, guys, guys, come on. <laughs> that was just so strange. And then there was like that little like title card at the end and there was like a three and I was just like, okay, guys, what? <laughs> I know it's like the third. It's just stupid. It's just so stupid. Like, you don't need to do this. People are invested. Yes. You don't have to make it a love video. Although I know I'm being very hypocritical, right? Because I want there to be love videos about everybody else. Yes, just not this. <laughs> not this way. This is not. So this reminds me of, I wish I had bothered to look up which pay-per-view it was. But long ago dad was feuding with his irl bff hbk a lot of acronyms in this one and they made a similar video package for their match and to, okay. to celebrate the rivalry and it featured that song by saliva that was like i love you i hate you i can't live without you I was like, guys, do you listen to the lyrics or are you just like, this is popular. People like yeah. things that are popular. 
Like, what message off. are you trying to send, folks? Because <laughs> like I don't, I like the message. I just, I mean, I would a hundred percent rather watch romantic fan videos about dad and HBK until the day I die than another single one about Brock and Cody. To be honest. Oh yeah, ten million percent. <laughs> like, I don't know. Um. My husband and I always fight about this. He loves videos like this. He wishes there were oh. more video packages, like the, like music video style tributes. I'm for it if they, you know, pick the right people. Yes. <laughs> I'm, a, yes. I'm a petty bitch. <laughs> if this was about Roman and Cody, I would be like, slay, dad. <laughs> I know. Not it. Rhea and Raquel. Sure. Yes. Rhea and all her girlfriends, all of them. I know. <laughs> so this was this was a wild moment. Was there anything else about this that you wanted to <laughs> note? No, I just feel like I need to go back and watch it again. I've been exploding all week to talk to you about this. It's so, so it was very like... exciting for me. And that it was like in black and white. <laughs> yes. <laughs> there like, was guys, also this one's really artsy. <laughs> In the spirit, there was also one of these video packages for a John Cena Randy Orton match, and it was that Letters from the Sky song by Civil Twilight that was in every freaking fan video at one point. I think I remember that one. When was that? I'm guessing it was around like the 2010s. It feels familiar. Mm -hmm. And it was very romantic. And again, that, yeah, I can be here for that. That's terrific. It's when you bring Brock in. I'm sorry, Brock. You're just not the romantic lead of my dreams. He's not participating enough. That's true. You have to come to work every day if you want a romantic fan video made about you and your rival. I love fan videos. I really I do. I do, too. I feel like they really reached a pinnacle. They did. In the, like, late 2000s, mm -hmm. early 2010s. Yeah. And then they've, they kind of like have died down a bit, but they're still out there and I appreciate them. They're still beautiful. And you know what? If you make the worst fan video, I still have a lot of respect for you because that's a labor of love. It really is. It's hard work. Well, onward and upward to something that I would love to see a fan video made about the Judgment Day. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my god, it would be so good. They probably exist. Now I feel like we should go look for them. Not right now, but but we should maybe on out. our retreat. <laughs> so the Judgment Day does what they do. I thought it was really great. You know how Dom Dom can never talk because they're booing him? I love it. I loved it that Rhea couldn't talk because they were chanting mommy. I know. They love her so much. So great. Um I had a realization about Damien and I was like, it was like, I don't know if he does this every time, but I definitely noticed that this time was like his makeup was very like moderately sleazy nineties vampire. And I loved it. Oh so much. yeah. Like yeah, just kind of smeary eyeliner. Like he slept in his eyeliner. Yes. It you know, I, really I think well. it was hot in Texas and he mm -hmm. is not using a high quality product and I don't hate the outcome. No, I liked it. A plus. Very nice. A Good plus job, plus. Not since the undertaker has someone embraced eyeliner so strongly. 
That's true. There haven't been a lot of people with eyeliner, has there? No. And he wears it well, bless his heart. Yeah. So, I mean, I think this proceeds how everyone would imagine. Um, They're going to fight Sammy and Seth later because, of course, poor KO is out with his fractured ribs. Yeah. And this is going to shock you, but Finn is still pretty mad at Seth. What did you think of his little speech? I mean, I thought it was a little (laughs) nuts. It's a little nuts. Like, I know he's trying to be, you know, like, you're not crazy, Seth. I am. But, like, this kind of metaphor that he was trying to do, I feel so bad because it turned into, like, so many things that I saw students, like, writing in papers, which would be, like, <laughs> oh, no, they'd be, like, talking in the second person. Yes. And then all of a sudden they'd switch to first person. You're like, wait, what? what's Who? happening? Because he was like, what's not fun is when you look in the mirror every day. And I'm trying to avoid, <laughs> it's just like, what's Finn? Like, I didn't write it down word for word because I was like, I was just like, buddy, yeah. I see what you're trying to do. It didn't work. Bless it's not going heart. great. I think, too, he's like, you know, insanity is wearing all these dumb outfits and having your crazy laugh. And it's like, <laughs> okay, Finn, but I think being obsessed with someone to the point of endless self-loathing is probably closer to insanity than dressing like an influencer i'm just gonna put that out there um real quick thin with eyeliner would probably be a really good thing too i support that anyway i think you're right finn i mean i he's playing it off right he's coming off as as pretty kooky he seems believably unhinged about this, right? Like he can't articulate yeah. his feelings. He's talking in <laughs> circles. He's losing a lot of sleep over Seth Rollins. And it's almost like this would have been a great case for a black and white fan video with a romantic song. I really would have. Yeah. Dad, please just take our advice on this. Okay. We know what we're talking about. Like black and white image, Seth, like tw- spinning around wearing a big coat yes. and like, smiling or laughing and then image of finn like head down yeah looking kind of sad like his boyfriend's off having fun and he's here suffering and i think you you cut it in a way so that when seth spins in the coat you go into like the darkness of the coat and then you pull out on finn and it symbolizes how all-encompassing his rage is (laughs) that'd just be so good like i feel Get some Amy Mann in there. It'll be. Yes. (laughs) When we have conversations like this, I start to understand why people like Ron DeSantis think that liberal arts education is a mistake. (laughs) He can fuck himself. He can suck a thousand dicks because this is what I'm going to use my degrees for. (laughs) I hate him. (laughs) Fuck that dude. So Dom can't talk, which is pretty normal. It's very sad. And while all this is going on, um, Raquel decides that she's had enough. Uh-huh. And she brings her truly awful pants to the ring, and she and Rhea have a little scrap. So they're definitely like building up to something between these two. Absolutely. What are we thinking? Survivor Series match between these two? I think it's going to either be Survivor Series or it's going to be the next one after yeah yeah and maybe they'll draw it out yeah i don't know 
You know, I get the impression they believe in Raquel, so. I would like to uh, mention Dom, mm. I believe, has gone to the Alan Jackson Styles School of Hair Glossiness. Oh, yeah, yeah. Did you see how shiny and silky his hair was? The boy has a, a lot of faults, but his hair is not one of them. His mullet is like extra mullety now. I think he got it trimmed or something. It's like a shelf. <laughs> he has really committed to honoring Eddie Guerrero through his hair. It's and you know one. what? It's an odd tribute, but if it's the one that feels right to him, I can't mm -hmm. judge. It works. No, I agree with you. His hair is looking fantastic. You know, I'm so jealous. So it looks like uh, even though we have a feud on the horizon, it's not going to be anytime soon because Rhea just beats the shit out of Raquel's knee. <laughs> she does. And thankfully, they have exactly the right guys here to solve this. They send out Kenny Dykstra, formerly of the Spirit Squad, and Petey Williams of You Don't Even Go Here fame. That dude was in TNA. And they're going to break <laughs> it up and resolve all the problems. Um Later, we are going to learn that Raquel is not medically cleared, so she cannot have a match on Monday. Mm -hmm. We don't really know what's going to come out of it. So, I mean, I think what I heard you saying earlier was you don't think we're going to see this until after SummerSlam. Is that accurate? Oh, yeah. I think that's accurate. Yeah, I think we might see them put this off a little while. But as long as they build it up well, I, I can accept that. I'm having a forgetful Jones moment. Yeah, okay. Yeah, Rhea doesn't, unless they do some, well, they can't do any last minute shit. I was going to say, unless they throw a last minute, but there's no, well, well, that would have to be on SmackDown. So I don't think they're going to do some last minute match. No, I don't think so. Add to SummerSlam. So I, I would love to see this be an extended thing. I think that would be fun. I mean, Rhea hasn't really had anything to do for a while. Yeah, I'd like to see Rhea wrestle, and I feel like she and Raquel will be well-matched, and there's lots of backstory there, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you've got her previous drama with Raquel, you've got her drama with Liv, you've got Liv and Raquel together, and how they've been personally victimized by her, so. So much fan video material. The potential Dad, get on is it. there. <laughs> so... It's interesting you say that because we're going back to the territory of videos, but this time it's not a fan video. It's like a, a documentary style, hard hitting look mm -hmm. at the relationship between Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler. Tell <laughs> me what you thought about these videos. <clears throat> the thing that stuck out to me the most, well, there's like a few things. I thought Shayna did a really nice job. She really did. Um, Rhonda had some like decent moments, but I think yes. Shayna did a really nice job. But then Rhonda made this fucking comparison and she like this fucking like metaphor where she compared like equated Shayna to a stable boy. It was the most heel bullshit I have ever seen in my life. <laughs> and she she delivered it so well, like yeah, you know, this is really hard for me, but this is just the way it is. So it, it was the equivalent of Gretchen Wieners being like, I can't help it that I'm popular. I'm really important and she's like just gum on my shoe, but like she just can't see it. It was amazing. There were some really great lines in these videos and that was absolutely one of like, Rhonda's not great at speaking, but I thought she played that really well. I wonder if they wrote it for her. Oh my gosh, yeah. So I read that um, 
the people behind those videos were Jeremy Borash, who I don't know how long he's been with WWE, but I remember him as like an announcer backstage guy from TNA and then Paul Heyman, which no surprise, Paul Heyman brings excellence. So mm-hmm. he really does. I enjoyed seeing like all the old pictures of them and stuff. Yes! I thought that was really fun. Like little babies. I thought that was really cute. Um, and what Rhonda was, or uh, sorry, what Shayna was saying, like, I'm just saying what the fans have been saying for years. And like, they love to do this thing in wrestling. And I think they do it really well. Is like, there's a kernel of truth in all this shit, right? Like it's, yes, fans always. have been fucking saying that shit about her for years. And they're like, well, we're going to use it. It's like, that's still got to sting quite a bit. I think you have to have a really thick skin to be Ugh. in professional wrestling. Yeah. For like a number of reasons. Yes. There is also a great moment where Shayna reveals that she is the uh, goddaughter to Rhonda's daughter and was the third person in this world to hold her. I know. And she's worried that the baby won't forgive her for what she's about to do to Rhonda. But I was like, Shayna, she's not going to forgive you for letting her go unvaccinated against common childhood diseases. Forget what you do to her mother. <laughs> is Rhonda anti-vax? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. She was anti-COVID-vax, uh, if I'm remembering correctly. Oh, lots of people were. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. But I, I really thought this was like super well written, super well mm-hmm. acted. Good job, it was. everybody. Yeah, it was good. They did a good job. I feel like this is, I mean, I'm sure it's been in the making for a while. Like mm-hmm. they knew this was going to happen. So they've actually had some time, but I am not going to be sad to see her go. Oh my gosh. No, I, I really think the most noble thing she can do with her exit is put Shayna Baszler over and get out. That better be what happens. I mean, and she's I already kind of over, so. I really don't want her to change her mind and in two or three years, it's like, oh, it's the baddest woman on the planet. No, she's done. She's done. Don't pull an undertaker. Mm-mm. So if you thought we were going to have some wrestling after this, we are, <laughs> but it, it's going to take a hot minute to get there um, because the next thing we see is Alpha Academy backstage and they are very excited about the Clorox wipes Procter and Gamble presents battle Royale by Mattel coming up at SummerSlam presented (laughs) by cinnamon toast crunch. Um, (laughs) but then they get into it with Imperium and Gunther. First of all, he has the audacity to insult Otis. How dare you, sir? Otis is pure light. And then he says that Chad uh, can't last five minutes against him. And all the while trying so hard not to laugh. Like, Gunther, like, he cannot, he cannot hold it together when there's goofballs around. I want to start a petition for a Gunther and Jey Uso feud in which we just see them break character and laugh <laughs> constantly. I feel like Jay was doing that. Was that on friday like he kept doing you know you know he's breaking when he keeps doing the mouth wipe thing he did yes, it when he was like, talking mm-hmm. to um mm-hmm. grayson waller for a minute he yes. had to do the mouth wipe thing and i'm just like jay you are not fooling anybody <laughs> it's not subtle my dude it's I not you got to get it together it's wonderful so this is uh something we're going to come back to a little bit later but these guys are going to have themselves a five minute challenge which okay I think that I would like to tell Gunther to smile more. He looks, 
He looks much, he looks prettier when he smiles. I mean, I, I think that's great just to tell men in general. Yeah, I think he'd appreciate it, right? Like, I'm just being yeah. nice. You're just helping him make the most of his assets, you know? Mm-hmm. Make a good impression. So, a little bit later down the road, uh, we have Brock Lesnar. And uh, I felt like Brock was, you were talking about student papers before. I felt like Brock became <laughs> sort of gloriously inarticulate in the way that student papers are, where you can tell what's being said. Yeah. But it doesn't make any sense. Tell yeah. me what you thought about Brock and his claims. Um, I don't. <laughs> That's how I felt too. I don't. <laughs> That's the thing. Like, I just feel like I partially like, I think I spaced out a little bit when Bork was talking. Cause I'm just mm. like, I don't like listening to him talk. I don't like his voice. <laughs> I really don't. So Fair. I'm just like, I don't, I, I feel really bad because I care about the Cody part of this. I don't give two fucks mm. about the Bork part of this. So it's like, I kind of don't give a shit what he has to say. So I feel kind of bad. I, I wasn't a very good journalist for this one. I really liked when he was like, one thing I know about championships is that it's fight week and the hype is over. It's like, dude, this isn't a championship match. There's no championship. Oh, Jesus Christ. And then he had this whole thing about how like he was getting paid and Cody was getting paid. And I, oh yeah, I feel like he was going for this thing that I've heard Kevin Nash do where I remember when he was in TNA for a while. There was a thing where he was at a signing and it was like, aren't you going to fight at the signing? He's like, do I get paid more if we fight at the signing? Because if not, then no, I don't care. I'm just going to fight him in yeah. the match. And I feel like he's trying to do that thing. Like I'm just in this for the money and to get out. But it's like, you were so unclear, Brock. Your thesis was poor. Your structure was awful. <laughs> uh, I do remember the getting paid thing. And I was just like, so I was just like, what, what point are you trying to make here? Like, cause I thought, I think I remember thinking he was going to go in one direction and he didn't like, yes, I'm going to get paid. Cody's going to get paid. So like, no matter what, you know, like I, I just expected something else to come out of his mouth. I don't know what it was, but I, I didn't, yeah, I didn't know where he was going either. He knew they'd have money for pizza after the show either way. Yeah. He also, in a moment of hilarious accuracy, was like, I've been here too long. Absolutely. It's like, well, you have been coming to work semi-regularly, so. <laughs> that must be rough for you, work. But Cody can't resist this whole handshake thing. I mean, it is real Cody Rhodes bait, like, come out and shake my hand like a man. Oh, absolutely. Like, it's not something he can say no to. Um, I This broke down, as you would imagine, and... Cody got his ass kicked again. What do you think about that? I wrote this. I'm sort of tired of this song and dance. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm going to be really glad when this is over because I'm. It's nothing against Cody, but it's like, why? No. It's like he just does the same shit over and over again. Like, I'm going to go get him. And you he always gets got. And it's like, come on, dude. Like. I don't know what what are you trying to prove i mean i know he's still got this like finishing the story thing and but this isn't the story but it, yeah i was gonna say it doesn't feel like this is the i've got to prove myself shit this is just like borks a pain in my ass it's i think it's one of those things where like 
They're always trying to emphasize that Brock is the toughest and the biggest and that no one can defeat him. But like, we've seen him lose matches before. Yeah. And I don't think, I think Brock right now as a wrestling figure is too big to lose, right? Not that he can't lose matches, but like, he doesn't need protecting. You're not going to convince anybody that he's not tough as shit just because somebody gets one over on him. Yeah, I think that makes a lot of sense. So it's like every week Cody comes out and does the Wiley Coyote thing and runs into the wall. And it's like, why are we uh-huh. doing this? Yeah, exactly. It's just like, what? Um, Did you notice when they were like showing like the match banner, you know, where they show like the images of the two dudes? Yeah. It's like sponsored by C4 and Rocket Mortgage. But the way they had it up, it looked like C4 was sponsoring Cody and Rocket Mortgage was sponsoring Bork. And I was just like... <laughs> late capitalism it's great for everyone i was just like what i feel like we're probably like six months to two years away from like an entire rivalry having one person sponsored by an energy drink and another sponsored by progressive well i mean brogan with his fucking stupid prime drink or whatever the fuck that's called so yeah sponsors probably. himself yeah I hope it's someone, I hope it's like a Mountain Dew product person. Oh <laughs> it's God. Bray Wyatt. Yes. He's the host. He brings it back. Hey, man. <laughs> gotta, oh, I miss him. It. I miss him too. And the Muscle Man Dance. Oh, God. That was wonderful. That's so weird. Where is Bray? <laughs> Bray is, he's the same place that Isla Dawn and Alba Fire are. He's just away in a better place. Yeah. So a little later, related to this, we have Byron backstage with Cody. And of course, Cody has gotten himself thoroughly beat up. So Byron's like, can you compete? And uh, Cody seems to be in very good spirits about this. Cody's like, "Uh, Brock could murder me and I would still show up at SummerSlam. I'm going to be there. It'll be my ghost if it has to be. That explains why the video was in black and white. There's a good chance it will be ghost fight. Should it be in sepia tone? <laughs> That's we also learned. Ghost color. I love that. I actually really, really love that. And like some spooky music, like Ooh. oh, and like it looks like one of those old timey films. So it's like kind of like shaky. Like yeah, <laughs> Cody Rhodes from Beyond the Grave. <laughs> All of a sudden, he's Paul Bearer. You know what? We should have gotten my husband to come in and do the the ghost voice. He's uniquely qualified for this. Truly. We also learned that uh, Cody is a crystals of manifestation girly because he told us he's going to, and I quote, shatter Brock's aura. Amazing. (laughs) You can say the dumbest shit and I'll be like, yeah, shatter his aura, Cody. (laughs) I don't think Brock has an aura. He seems like the guy that would be like, what the hell? This man has no aura. And that would be like the subject of that week's mystery show. I imagine that afterwards, like Brock is on the phone with his wife. He's like, babe, what the hell is an aura? What is that? I don't like, is that a bone? (laughs) Where's my aura bone? Like, is it like in my leg or my face? I don't know. Sounds like it should be in my ear, babe. What is it? It does sound like one of those little ear bones. Mm-hmm. It does. So after we're done shattering auras and <laughs> fighting from beyond the grave and making money and all these other things, 
with very little fanfare, we have Chad Gable versus Gunther in the five minute challenge, um, which I was very, very against at the outset. And I guess came to find some peace with. <laughs> I think what annoyed me about this is like, they undermined the whole point of the five minute match by allowing Gunther to be like, no, keep it going. It was like, the whole gimmick of this was five minutes and that made it kind of fun. It was something different. You know, Chad is, I mean, every match he's in is great. Like he's amazing to watch. And there's just like, Nope, we're going to keep this going for like 10 minutes. And it's like, okay, that took some of the fun away from it for me. Right. Like let Gunther have the egg on his face. So I was torn because I wanted Gunther to have the egg on his face. Right. Mm -hmm. Especially because I'm like, what if we're unnerving him a little going into SummerSlam? Right. But then I also wanted them to keep fighting because this was really good. It was fun. I'm just kind of waiting. This is what I don't understand. Like, I feel like it's universally acknowledged that Chad Gable is a great fucking wrestler. Yes. No one can argue with that. And I'm just kind of wondering when he's going to get a story that's like not necessarily talent enhancement i mean he makes everybody look great which is wonderful and they have this like maxine thing going right now which i find kind of stupid but like i mean i feel like alpha academy can't go on forever right i i love otis but i do think that alpha academy as such holds chad back a little because chad Mm -hmm. is the star for me out of that yeah i mean otis is wonderful and i love otis but like Otis isn't the great wrestler. Chad's the great wrestler. Can we talk about that excruciatingly slow suplex that Chad could go through? I'm always so scared when he does that. Like, he he executes it perfectly, but any suplex scares the shit out of me. It's horrific looking, right? It's And he's so much bigger than Chad. Yes. And I will also say... At the end, he did like this. Gunther did this power slam on Chad. I was like, you're going to kill him. Stop I it. Know. I was like, this looks really fucking awful. Is he going to go through the man? Like, I would love to see those two have a rivalry. Yes. Because I think it would just be insane. I think like that would be awesome. I think him with Ricochet would be awesome. I think him with Shinsuke could be really fun. Like, yes, I don't know. I just, there's a lot of things I want to see happen with Chad. It's like he came in in a tag team. Yeah. Like, I I don't know how much solo wrestling he's done because I I didn't watch that entire time. But it's just like, I want to see him on his own for a while and not go the way of, you know, um, Dolph Ziggler. Like, yes, do well for himself. You know, for a time when we weren't watching, I believe they were calling him Shorty G, so. Oh, no. I'm just going to leave you with that. I'm glad I missed that. <laughs> so That's things have painful. gotten better, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Dear Dad, let's give Shorty Fuck. G some more time. We okay. believe in Shorty G. Shorty G <laughs> so is weird. for girls. It's awful. <laughs> so after this match... um, Gunther is not satisfied just to have gotten the win. He needs to get on the announce desk and he needs to brag and he needs to threaten Drew. Mm-hmm. I kind of thought we might see Drew, but apparently no. Drew had he's, better things to do. He's trying to like make himself look like the image on the t-shirt. So he's got a lot of work to do between now and SummerSlam. 
cutting those carbs. It's got to become a cartoon. So we're going to jump ahead a little bit and uh, we are going to talk about our main event. And in our main event, we have only things that we like. We've got Sami Zayn Mm -hmm. and Seth Rollins versus Damian Priest, the king of eyeliner, Mm -hmm. and Dominic Mysterio, the king of the mullet. Mm -hmm. Did you see Sami singing along with the crowd to Seth's music? I didn't. It was so cute I could have died. I loved it. So cute. I love that. So uh, what what did you think about this one? I mean, nothing about it was like, holy shit. Like, I feel like it was just like a good match. It was kind of like what I expected. I didn't expect it to be bad. I Obviously, the best moment, right, is when Damien wants to cash in. Like, that's the most the point exciting is the end. of the match, yep. right? Yeah. So, like, the match was good. Like, it was good. Um, not, like, but- emotionally involved for me or anything. Like, nothing was really, like... My heart wasn't like on the line. I know that's the right way I want to say that. But when Damien tries to cash in, I was like, a oh weird my God. moment. Oh my God. Are they really going to do it? Is it going to happen? And like Finn gives him the briefcase. But not without some conflict. No, there was some hesitation for sure. And, you know, it arguably that hesitation. Mm-hmm. may have cost Damien the opportunity. Now, thankfully, it's mm-hmm. not cost of the briefcase, but... I know. I was really worried. Do you think he would have won? Do I think he will ultimately successfully cash in? Yes, I do. I think he will eventually cash in. We've got time on that, but... I mean, I feel like it would have been... It would have been an interesting... You know, stick in the wheel if he had won on Monday certainly yeah for sure right because now finn doesn't really have anything to take from seth so like what's right. the point <laughs> and it would be kind of interesting right like do you just want to beat seth for pride's sake or is it yeah. about the title like you know what's your motivation there but they didn't so I, I, deep. this is a pressure cooker i mean I it'll be very very interesting to see what happens on saturday and i think if you're ready it might be time to talk about what happens on Saturday at SummerSlam. I'm ready. So I wrote my predictions down on this little piece of paper okay. because I'm very high tech. So I'm going to dive right into this and we're going to start with the Slim Jim SummerSlam <laughs> Battle Royale. Um, I don't have a full list of participants. No. And I don't need one to know my pick, but who's your pick? I got one word for you. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I chose LA Knight. Let me talk to you listeners. If it's not LA Knight, I'm going to throw something at something and it's going to be ugly. I mean, come the fuck on. I don't know how many opportunities they're going to give him to like be in stuff like this where he almost wins and they're like, JK, I can't go through it again. I can't. I like, I don't love LA Knight. Like I loved Jeff Hardy. Like I am not there yet. I doubt I will ever get there with LA Knight because that's a love of a lifetime. It is. But like, I don't want to go through this. (laughs) No, I just, I feel like this must be how parents whose kids like they love soccer and they're good at soccer. They're not the star, but they go to practice faithfully. They do what they're supposed to do and they don't get any playing time in the goddamn game. 
Yep. Yes. And like every week I watch my beautiful son, Los Angeles Knight, sit on that bench <laughs> and I am tired of it. Put him in coach, put him in. He's ready to play. I am very emotional about this. No, I, I agree. I really want him to win this. He needs something. This is silly. Like just don't let his momentum fizzle. Yeah, exactly. So after this, We've got one that I have a lot of feelings about. I'm guessing you might as well. We've got Logan Paul versus Ricochet. What do you think? I I mean, I went with my heart. I chose Ricochet. I cannot side with Brogan. Um, you'd made a comment, I think, a couple of shows ago that you think this might be the one they sacrifice Ricochet for so that Brogan can win. And the idea of that just makes me really sad. It makes me really sad too. I am I am picking Logan Paul, but it's not without a heavy heart. It's not what I want. I just think that like they're not going to put him over like the main event guys, but Ricochet isn't there yet. So I think they will 100% feed him Ricochet. My fear, one of my fears about this match is that they have some fucking insane stunt planned because every match he's been in so far there's been an insane stunt and like ricochet is going to get really hurt yes. yeah i worry about that too i think i have concerns that we are also enamored of his natural athleticism that we're forgetting how much practice time he puts into each of these matches and how relatively untrained he is in terms of like well what if something unexpected happens and we mm -hmm. saw that at the last pay-per-view right something unexpected yeah. happened and mm -hmm. it, it didn't nobody died but like is he ready for that stuff i don't know well in the pay-per-view before that something happened is like foot slipped on i think he was like jumping off the top rope at somebody and his foot slipped and like it like yes he doesn't it doesn't seem like he has the knowledge to like shift gears and do something different like he just wants to carry through or carry on with what's supposed to happen and that's really dangerous that's the thing like i i suspect anyone with a reasonable level of athleticism can be trained to have a decent wrestling match yeah but you can't build years of instincts and no and i know i'm talking about this like i have any freaking idea but th <laughs> these are my suppositions no, but I mean, if you're in enough matches after a while, you learn like what you can do or you learn what people do when these things happen. Right. And he's not been in that many matches. It's like it's like driving a car, right? Like if something unexpected happens when you've been driving for 10 or 15 years, you're much better mm -hmm. equipped to make that snap judgment and handle it safely than if you are 16 and you're practicing for your road test. So, well, and like. I just had a really good thought about it and now it's left my brain. <sighs> oh, and like when you're practicing, like he could practice every fucking day for it. it. That might like get him ready. But I feel like the conditions are just different when you're on the live wrestling show, right? There's got to be like 10 times the adrenaline. And I feel mm -hmm. like I've seen matches where Ricochet is like flying all over the place because he's, you know, Ricochet. Yes. And he seems to be able to handle it, but I don't, I worry that Logan Paul won't. I don't have a lot of faith in Brogan, but yeah. hopefully like, hopefully two things, everyone stays safe and Logan Paul does not win this match. Yes. I agree. Following this one, we've got 
the big emotional conflict for the ages. We got Ronda Rousey versus Shayna Baszler. Uh, I guess if I didn't know what I knew, I might choose Ronda, but since I yes, I feel like this is like the worst kept secret. It's going to be Shayna because Ronda's leaving. This is exactly how I feel too. Like it's it does not make any sense to have Ronda go over her in this match. You're just no. burying her if she goes over Shayna. Well, and if she's trying to leave, why have her win? Like, I mean, I get exactly. the idea. Like, maybe she wants to go out on a high note, and maybe they will just surprise the shit out of me and do that. But it just seems like a real bummer. If she wants to go out on a high note, they can have a touching show of respect after this match. Exactly. That's the high note. Yeah. I agree. So following this, we have the most romantic sepia tone rivalry known to man, Cody Rhodes. <laughs> Versus Brock Lesnar in the rubber match. It's three of three. This is both a heart choice and a uh, logic choice, I guess. I don't know. I feel like it's got to be Cody. That's how I feel too. Cody all the way. Like, I don't know. I don't think it's... I just don't want to keep doing this. (laughs) It's enough, Dad. Let it go. I think it's very likely that Brock wants to go away again for a while. Yeah. You know he's not super keen on this every Monday night routine. And he's not getting any younger. He's not. And, you know, he's putting in four to five hours of knocking boots every night with his beautiful (laughs) wife. I mean, he doesn't have the time or the energy for the shit, you know? He's going through boots like nobody's business. Crazy. He's keeping the Western wear industry in business single-handedly. Oh, God. His outfits are so stupid. (laughs) I hate it. It's like he's a biker slash farmer slash cowboy. It's like this weird. Okay. When you see these guys who do like pop country music and they've got this real over the top cowboy aesthetic with like the big hat and the boots and the big belt buckle. Mm -hmm. And it's like, dude, you grew up in a major metropolitan area um, region. Like your dad is a hedge fund manager you have never driven a tractor. And I mean, that's not fair. Like, I, I'm not saying Brock doesn't have that background, but it's that aesthetic. It's weird. It's like he's trying to be a one-man cover band of the village people by wearing <laughs> as many combinations as he can. But it's just like, he's like off-brand. He's not getting it done skillfully, no. No. So, yeah, I agree with you. I mean, first of all, you know my heart will not allow me to give my vote of confidence to anyone but Cody in this match. But I think strategically it also makes sense. Yeah. I'm going to be really bummed if the opposite is true. Another reason why I am hoping that Brock loses and goes on to something else after this is because of our next match which is Gunther versus Drew McIntyre for the Intercontinental title. I am very curious to hear, like, who you think comes out on top in this one. So, I did go against my heart on this one. My heart says Drew, but I chose Gunther. I don't know that it's going to be Drew to take it away from him. However, wait, this doesn't make sense to me because my brain was saying, part of my brain was saying that, like, so one of the reasons Drew was gone was that he was like negotiating his contract. Yes. And so that contract could either say, 
I get a championship match or I get a championship match and I win said championship and that will bring me back. Right. If that's the case, Drew wins. But that doesn't feel like Drew is like worth enough to them to be like, yes, we will take the title away from Gunther for this. Not maybe not at this match. So I'm going with Gunther. It's very interesting, right? Because I think there's a very good chance that Gunther will win this one because he's very close to closing in on the longest IC title reign ever. Mm-hmm. And dad is addicted to record breaking mm-hmm. title. Like I assume the person who holds Roman's title after him will have it for seven years. <laughs> I don't like that. I hate it. Like I understand like having, I, I want to mix, right? I want longer and shorter. I don't want it all yeah. to be the same. Yeah. Um, but I have this kind of dream that like Drew wins the IC title and he frees Gunther to kind of move up into that main event space. Yeah. And I think as much as I am loath to bring Brock Lesnar into any aspect of my life, I feel like a real good step into that main event title picture for Gunther would be a feud with Brock Lesnar. Yeah. Well, he's been like Gunther has been the guy to beat, right? He's so tough. He's so brutal. He's the ring general. Well, Brock is like the legit MMA guy and he has that like sterling reputation for toughness. So I don't think I'd really enjoy their feud that much because I can't stand Brock, but I I feel (laughs) like it would do good things for Gunther. Yeah. I, I agree. This one was like a really tough one for me. I feel like absolutely I could see it going either way. So practically I say Gunther, but my heart wants Drew. Same. Pulling so far we're Lord. exact same. I mean, we're so in sync. Oh my gosh. After this one, we've got Asuka versus Bianca Belair versus Charlotte Flair for Asuka's title. Uh, I struggled with this one. What do you think? I kind of did too. Um, my heart says Asuka because I just think it would be fun to have her actually do something. No. She hasn't done shit. This is the thing that's frustrating to me. She has not done shit. I think, though, Charlotte's going I to I agree with you that she hasn't done shit. I think that she and Rhea have both had terrible title reigns. Really disappointing. Really wasting their talent. Um, I, however, yeah. picked Asuka to retain. And I, I don't know okay. why I feel like that's a good bet, I guess. Because I absolutely think, when in doubt, they put the title on Charlotte, you know? Well, that's kind of what I was thinking. They keep bringing Charlotte around and then they could have Bianca and Charlotte feuding forever because of the title. I would rather have Asuka have it. Do you think we might see a cash in during this match? Because EO has certainly talked about SummerSlam. I mean, she'll be there. I, there, there very well could be. And it would be great if EO took it. I mean, that'd be amazing. Like she just snatched it out from everybody. I would not hate if Asuka won and EO immediately takes the title and then they have a feud because, you know, mm-hmm. this podcast has been pulling for that feud for quite a yes. while. <laughs> I would love it so much. So no, we'll, that's a great idea. We'll see what happens. I'm very that. interested in that one. Then we have the messy and yeah. emotional X drama match, Seth Rollins versus Finn <laughs> Balor. I also chose Finn. Finn. I want this so much for him. 
I know. And I'm really scared it's not going to happen. I want him to get it. And I do want Damien to cash in on him, but not not immediately. I know. Not immediately. I I need this to tease out. Yes. I want him to sweat. Yes. <laughs> I want that yeah. too. I think that would be really stressful and amazing and perfect romantic yes. fan video. Again, content. Dad, if we're going to make a black and white romantic fan video, this is what we're talking about. I mean, Dad, really, like, fangirls understand the world in a way you never can. So please just, like, fucking ask for advice. If you don't want advice. our help, you've got to make a Tumblr this... account. And you've got to find your people. <laughs> this yes. is award-winning content. Yes. <laughs> this brings us to uh, the big moment yes. of the night and maybe the biggest moment of my life to date. I have no idea. Uh, Jay Uso versus <laughs> Roman Reigns. My God. Um, quick side question. Have they announced that there's like seven main events for this or is there a single I, I main event? I don't remember hearing the word main event bandied about too much. I'm assuming I that all either. of these matches aren't main event. Yeah. Okay. I chose Joseph. <sighs> I had to choose Joseph. I mean, come on. Roman is not I an option I think me. I am in that very like total mark place with this that I was with Cody versus Roman where like there's no way it's the right thing to do it's gotta be Jay I just I want it for Jay so bad I really do too and I'm really scared it's not gonna happen I feel like this one will be super fun because there's a lot of wild cards right like Solo's there Heyman's Mm -hmm. there is Jimmy gonna show up if Jimmy does show up whose side is he on is he gonna be a twin or is he gonna be a traitor Oh my God, that's what I was going to say next. Is there going (laughs) to be a moment? Oh God. I am. Yes, please. Very overwrought (laughs) for this. Um, And the thing is, I don't, I don't think no matter how it ends, that that's going to be the end of the bloodline story. Like I, I think there's still some blood to ring out of this, you know? No, I, I agree. Because Solo's yeah. still doing stuff. Like it's yeah, I think we have I think we have miles to go. And that's great because I want to stay up all night. I don't want to sleep. I want more of this. I'm just I'm gonna be scared the entire match, but also really. Yeah, I mean I, this is one of those ones that I don't think is gonna disappoint me as a match, no matter what happens, but mm-hmm. I'm I'm very excited for tribal combat. You know it's, all, it's all the same thing but it's all different and who are we to judge at the end of the day who are we to judge i know i hope no one gets confused and accidentally wouldn't it be embarrassing if like jay shows up dressed like a viking oh my god that would be embarrassing for so oh, many just reasons not for you, don't buddy. do it jay it's not really for any of us we should stop the viking cosplay but just because it's hairy and unfortunate but at the end of the day <laughs> And there's like lots of animal yeah. bones involved. Well, this is uh, this is your last chance to share any thoughts about the week in wrestling or SummerSlam. I feel like we've been talking about SummerSlam for like five months or something. And I know it hasn't been, but I'm really excited that it's going to be here. I'm looking forward to it. I haven't planned my menu yet for that night, but 
I'm excited. And I'll be really excited I to talk like about it. I feel like every year they're like, SummerSlam is the WrestleMania of the summer. And I'm like, that's bullshit. This year, I, I believe it. SummerSlam is the WrestleMania of the summer. They've been really doing well. Yes, with the I've news, really been so. enjoying them. And I, I do not expect this to be any exception. Mm-hmm. Same. Well, thank you once again for joining us for Wrestling is for Girls. You could follow us on Twitter. We are not calling it X and we are never going to call it X at WIF Girls Pod to see when we post new episodes. And you can check out all of our episodes on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and our website, Wrestling is for Girls. Happy SummerSlam and may the odds be ever in your favor at the Slim Jim Battle Royale.